welcome to the Polar Zone. This is your chill daddy speaking and <laughs> calling in, letting you know that we got it from here. <laughs> Talking movies today. We talk movies every day. This is Polarized Podcast for all those people that have not heard of us before. <laughs> Polarized Pod, what we do here is we talk about movies that are polarizing. Polarizing in the sense of Rotten Tomato scores. Sometimes critics love it, audiences hate it, vice versa. It's what we do here. Hope everybody kicks their shoes off, lights up a joint, enters in this chill kingdom of ours, the pole zone. I am your host <laughs> with the most, Mr. Brandini Stables. And now I would like to also introduce my co-host, Mr. James Lindsay. How's it going, Gene? Hello. Hello, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Brandini Oh, am I keeping it chill with my, <laughs> with my energy you, coming in here? You, you, you do what you want to do. It's the polar no, zone, there's baby. No, there's, there's no rules here, baby. <laughs> I really want you to be on this level the entire episode. I, I, I really that. want you to, to, to go the whole way, Mr. Brandini Stables. Hey, you, yeah. Hello, baby. I'll start working, Hello, on my, I'll, I'm work on my Wolfman Jack impression. <laughs> I'm going to do Wolfman Jack the whole time. Wolfman Jack. Is that okay? <laughs> Hey, welcome to the Polar oh Zone. God. I mean, this is, so this podcast is already off the rails. We don't have to, you know, we it's don't the have Polar to, Zone now. There were never any rails it's to begin with. No rails. Zone. Who needs rails? No, this I is mean, a bounce house. This is a bounce yeah. house. This is a no rail zone. This no is rails. This podcast. Yeah. I didn't, I, you know what, James, I want to hear. It's the Polar that. Zone now, baby. It's the Polar Zone. Uh, <laughs> but I. I <laughs> I forgot my I due diligence. I love this new Brandini. I, I, I gotta, I gotta do my due diligence here, and so I feel like I ruined Brandon. it with my my energy, but I <laughs> I, I enjoy yours a lot. <laughs> uh, we gotta, we gotta talk. So we're talking Grandma's Boy. Hey, polarized. Where that's us. This is a podcast. Uh, we're talking Grandma's Boy today. Uh, so I mentioned in my cool chill. I thought voice. this was a hotline for, <laughs> yeah. for some sexy talk. I didn't know this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but we got a score here Brand, mr brandini 1-800 i didn't know i was here to sell this <laughs> andy ah and ah um this is yeah the scores 15 percent critics 85 percent audience spicy this spicy ass it's shit in- 15%. Yeah. 15% on the critics. 85% on the spicy. audience. It is icy <gasps> spicy is <laughs> We got an icy spicy alert. We have a red alert in the polar zone. <laughs> this Damn. is this is pol- we don't know. polarizing <laughs> shit. <laughs> the critics fucking hated this. I didn't realize I'm trying to man those bad vibes from the critics in my room. I didn't realize <laughs> critics hated it that much. Despise. Of course they did. Of this is very. This is like I. I have to mention Knife of Roxbury well. like at the beginning because that's that's like an, the other one that you were on, Nick, and that was another one. Mm-hmm. It was like, damn, yeah, they just this comedy was not their their brand. <laughs> that it was not what they were like, re- they rejected it. They not only <laughs> like, not what they they wanted it to not be famous, so they didn't vote for it. Or they hated but, it. 
Yeah, like yeah. You, there's no way a critic's sticking around after the Laura Croft come on mom scene. Mm, Am I right? They're probably walking out at that point. Probably. I don't think they watch anything past that. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, we're but, and, then, right and it's it. easier <laughs> just to dunk on. Like they're not going to be like indifferent. They're going to be like, oh, this is going to be easy just to fucking yes. slam because like this slam is going into happy, happy Madison territory and where Adam Sandler is going to become a very polarized, like very polarizing in the comedy world and in the, mm. the movie world in general. But I keep cutting you off from explaining what we're doing here. Oh, well, we, no, I, I mean, I need to turn the lo-fi beats on here. Can you explain the podcast a little bit more? I turn on some, yeah, some uh, relaxing yeah. music. Uh, yeah, let's go. At least for this part. I'm going to read off the critics consensus and then I want to introduce our guest who's been speaking. And then again, James is my co-host. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Do you, we got, um, we got those beats. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, trying to, sh trying to share it with you and is just going to be I don't necessarily need to hear it. I guess unless I'm going to, yeah, you, to the you can go ahead and get going. I'm, they're playing right now. The people here. Oh, you know what? Instead of crit critic consensus, I'm going to just explain what this movie is, baby. Okay. <laughs> For all those people who don't know about this, <laughs> about this 2006 gem, I'm going to explain you. I'm going to explain you what the movie is. You can, yeah, go for it, baby. All right. All right, dog. <laughs> when he and his roommates can't pay their rent, video game creator Alex finds himself homeless, moves in with Lily, his wacky grandmother. Lily and her elderly pals like to hang out in front of the television all day. Their constant presence puts a damper on Alex's social life and pot smoking. Alex wants to court co-worker Samantha, but he's preoccupied by a rivalry with another game designer. So the would-be relationship is in limbo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can, we, can, we, can we make our next podcast just like going through uh, like movie synopsis and, <laughs> and make them sexy? And make them sexy, baby. Yeah. I'm going to do the Phantom of the Opera one from last week. Can I do that? Okay. Yeah, please. please. I'm gonna, uh, Nick, if you want to do a synopsis yeah, of a story. If you want to pull up a, a, a movie and then read us the synopsis in a sexy voice. Mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> okay, you, sure. I should, I should do that. <laughs> I should do that. I don't know if this is the hey. sexiest music, but we got some lo-fi beats. It's, it's, it's fine. All right. You guys ready? From his hideout beneath a 19th century Paris opera house, the brooding phantom Gerard Butler schemes to get closer to vocalist Christine Day, Emmy Rossum, the phantom wearing a mask to hide a congenital disfigurement. <laughs> His genitals what? Congenital disfigurement. Strong arms, strong arms. What about his balls? Strong arms, man. Yeah, it's a genital disfigurement. Can you imagine? He just wears a mask on his ding dong the whole time. <laughs> Strong arms, strong arms management into giving the budding starlet key roles. But Christine instead falls for arts benefactor Raul, played by Patty Wills. 
Terrified at the notion of her absence, the Phantom enacts a plan to keep Christine by his side, while Raoul tries to foil the scheme. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, you women out there looking to get their schemes for it. <laughs> call, call the Phantom. <laughs> or no, call Raoul, right? Shit, I that up. He's just like a totally normal dude, and she like goes down to his his sex lair and stuff, and it's like I don't see what's the, what's the problem. I'm taking him to bed and see and have a good time in this uh, peacock shaped bed, and that's what happens in the movie. And then he takes his pants yeah. off, and, he, and she's like, ah! <laughs> "Your balls are weird." No, don't look at it. <laughs> it's Brandy. got a little mask on it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I watched. I watched another movie that uh, the. Raul, whatever his character was, Patrick uh, Wilson. The actor was, yeah, Patty yeah. Wilson. <laughs> today, today when we were at, I was at Noodle House. We were watching Aquaman. He's the fucking bad guy in Aquaman. Yes, <laughs> oh. that's right. What a career. He seems like. I, and you know why he's up. the bad guy in that movie? Because he has a close he, working relationship with James Wan, who did Insidious. Is my guess. Mm-hmm. What he is, which he oh. is great in. I just remember looking up going, I just saw Aquaman. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, is anybody good in Aquaman? Is anybody great in Aquaman? I don't know about that. Uh, it's, it's interesting that the Aquaman does stand out for some people as being one of the better Marvel, or not Marvel, DCs. Wow, sorry. Uh, <laughs> don't come at me. Get him. Get him. <laughs> no, get the pitchforks. Yeah. Get the torches. <laughs> You faker, you don't know anything. Oh, I know, I know. Shame <laughs> on me. Um, <laughs> shame. Yeah, shame. Um, but yeah, it stands out as one of the like well liked DC movies. Yeah, out of it's getting, yeah. A, getting a sequel. Yeah, yeah, it is. Th- and there's the whole even well, though Amber James Gunn bring- has changed and everything, but it's still getting yeah. that sequel, right? Mm. Amber Heard definitely brings a lot of attention to Aquaman because that was like her last movie before everything happened with her and Johnny Depp. And then now, yeah, she got, she has, she has a much, <laughs> then she, got out. she has a much smaller role in it. Now I think she's barely in it, but mm-hmm. I, uh, I don't know. I wasn't crazy about the first one from what I watched. I was kind of just like over the, the, oh, the humor that was have, baked into it is just like, maybe how, you how have, critics <laughs> felt about this movie segue is, is the, is the humor of like, Aquaman, how I felt about that because I was just rejecting things that were supposed to make me laugh. Yeah, well, like DC, all the DC movies have tried to have that kind of like forced humor, where like Marvel, like Marvel and Disney do with their movies, the humor is, you know, it comes off much much easier and better. Whereas like DC's, it seems like it's super forced. They're trying yeah, to make yeah. you laugh, and Marvel isn't, but they are, you know. That's what happens when your brand is about being the grittier of the two superhero like empires or whatever. So like people are turning to DC because they're like teenagers and like uh, adults that like want to, you know, uh, not sunshine and roses, but I don't know. I mean, it's Marvel. But when you think that it's Zondu and X star or whatever, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but you have to have that like mixed in with the Avengers. That's so great. (laughs) With the sauce, you can't like sprinkle it on top after because they had Joss Whedon come in for fucking, what is it? Justice League or whatever. And try to like punch in some jokes into it. And it, you can, it's that process of coming out with the, uh, the Zack Snyder cut and seeing the difference between the two made that so obvious to me of, of those, yeah, 
comparisons and like seeing all those punch up like bullshit like little lines that you think like oh this whole thing wasn't even written to have a joke in mind let's just throw a little like button at the end it's like yeah. it, it, it's it's not gonna work when you sprinkle some garnish on a thing that doesn't want it yeah i don't know let's make yeah let's make let's make a joke so that it's this so it's a little bit more lighthearted. but you think dc would do better if they like really leaned into what they should be like well they've always been successful at that those points but then it's like trying to make like as much money as marvel because that's the thing with the disney just i mean i get that by and large is very good at is there's four quadrants and like the viewing audience for movies and they're really good about hitting all of those quadrants well and other movies rightfully so don't need to hit all four quadrants they can be a movie for a particular like person viewpoint whatever and they don't need to do that but when you try to do that with something that it's also going against your brand like you're talking about it makes me think of this anecdote that this um like management guru guy um simon sinek talked about where he was in a um he was in an uber going to an engagement and it was at a tech conference and there was a high level person from uh microsoft in the car and talking about how like when the zoom was coming out is they're really just trying to be whatever's popular because you just see like oh it's that market share that market cap whatever i can't remember terminology is so large like we want to break into those markets to get consumers and that's how you also report and grow as like a company even though you're making money which those two things right is always like very disconnected but the problem with like the zoom not existing anymore is you're just trying to be somebody else so in order to have longevity as a company and as a brand like you're not you're not even really concerned about your competition you're concerned about something far greater and dc is just seemingly by and large been more concerned about being a marvel rather than being a dc mm-hmm. and being like what that is and the the biggest successes of dc have really been when somebody is really sticking to what the core nature of the brand is but adding their artistic you know like it's they're leaning into vision. it but in a yeah. better way they're leaning in yeah we're giving control and not like micromanaging shit and i I don't know what if that's whatever whatever happened with the batman that was that was kind of the the best best thing that happened from them in a in a long long i mean since the other batman i mean the robert pattinson one yeah yeah i thought it was i thought it was well done in a in a way that was it was really standalone good. when all these things are so concerned with the universe and, and everything. And I know people are sick of origin stories and shit, but uh, I thought it was able to take its time and not rush and not feel like punched up and everything. Like they, they looked at it every single fucking way and it, it like felt like a long cut and it felt like the director had final cut and they had trust in them. I, yeah. And that's what the yeah, Zack, Zack Snyder justice league kind of, had going for it too and when i watched it it was like mostly entertaining and and solid because it seemed like a singular voice was was working on it um as you know sporadic as Zack snyder's work is is for me in in terms of quality and all that shit but uh for sure yeah Yeah. at least it was something that was he was passionate about especially revisiting it such a that was such a fascinating thing that occurred that happened (laughs) and 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 yeah that was wild for them to like have so many issues with micromanaging and putting Joss Whedon on and then Zack Snyder going through what he was going through and then to renege that and go backwards. It, it tells me that they are trying, but it's like, ah, the energy is going in, 
in in wrong places and seeing James Gunn come in and starting to coalesce things. Yeah, I guess I guess we'll see. But it could be too little too late when people are might be jumping ship on superhero things or you know maybe it'll just kind of stick around and and God, uh, when is that crest yeah. gonna happen when people are like really fully sick of superheroes i don't think yeah i don't know if it'll be fully but i i feel like at least infinite like the whole or the end of the avengers shit kind of was that, yeah, that, end of Wars. that you might be referring to maybe it's a slow death or something past mm-hmm. that but it seemed like when it was gonna when it was the most popular was like end game yeah wow yeah what's well, that, that pace totally set by marvel well and then they yeah once about yeah right and but before endgame like before the recent endgame they released the second phase or whatever it was and they told you all the other phases like holy fuck there's a fuck ton of movies that you guys are trying to make Mm -hmm. how are you going to keep them being this good or this entertaining yeah it's it's without yeah burning sustainable right yeah yeah Mm mm-hmm because it's what you listen or you, it's like you listen to the same album 16 times in a row and by the time you get to what 10 you're like oh okay maybe skip these songs skip these songs you start going past everything and that's where superheroes are gonna be eventually it so. is interesting having like you, you they treat and that just happens happening more and more with movies and and not only movies but like art and and whatever sort of things that hobbies hobbies in general that people are into is mm. in, treating them like kind of shareholders where it's like okay here's our plan here's our big board of all the things that we're going to be doing and then mm. it just seems like daunting at a certain point i mean being being around where it's been done long enough it's like oh they unveil the new thing with like all these things and it's like yeah, past Endgame, it's starting to be like, well, yeah, and then this is no hot take and is what people are, are kind of saying. It's just so split and everything. You you have to watch the WandaVision TV show to watch Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. And you, to, yeah, to, everything to needs to that, be in order. That sort of like syn- synchronicity between TV sh- television and movies is like really putting a lot on people to be fully on board for something that is yeah a little bit strained as it is to is its existence and now and then now they're just making and that goes for star wars and shit too but um that's that's gonna be such a tough thing to to balance and to juggle and to see it someone revamping and starting again like dc is like this is uh, who i feel just so fatigued fatigued from it you know yeah but i mean they're always gonna start over or try more yeah, of the true. same thing because mm-hmm. why it's, wouldn't they yeah right it, no, you're it's right. so it's fascinating james uh, something i really was like wow very interesting and profound of uh, thinking about a like because business goes through evolutions right like we we're making technology and making things out of sheer like capitalist businesses that have been iterations on previous businesses and it's interesting to think about how in Hollywood there was a studio system back in the like what the twenties or whatever. And that was a new, Mm -hmm. a relatively new idea, like vertical integration, right? Like you're really owning uh, every step of the way and being fully integrated and having a brand Mm -hmm. just like McDonald's. Right. But it's so fascinating for you to just bring that up as like, so the next iteration of business when it comes to this medium is your, that television you know, the movies, the all like all of this other stuff be, coming together in the way that Marvel's doing it, I think mm-hmm. is like a new step forward. Like this is how things will be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
And it's fascinating to think about, um, yeah, the next generation of what uh, Warner Brothers is because they're going through a lot of shit right now, right? Yeah. I think uh, there's a Batgirl movie just left to die. You know, <laughs> it's that yeah, that's, that's what, interesting. <laughs> yeah, what happened with that? Like that was supposed to come out. I don't it fully know. Like they almost, like they like cut their losses, like from they, distributing it. it. I think like they already almost so like wrapped production or something. I thought. Yeah, but I think like distri- distributing distributing the mu- the movie and everything that's so expensive. It's like you can kind of cut your losses still at a certain point. Maybe I I don't know. And like whatever sort of insurance sort of situation that would have they would have for not- it's a sunk cost fallacy. Yeah, you're yeah. Like, at that point, but but also it's, everybody's so committed to this project, but it's tough for somebody to come in and usually takes an outsider to go like, this isn't going to make any money. Stop it. And that's a tough thing to hear as a creative, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're like, yeah. well, I'm, to I'm realize so it at that point in the process right. is nuts. But yeah, think about the you're opinion telling, you have t- on the world at the, the people involved yeah. that are getting told that you know, they're telling that you that. Point. Oh. They're telling you that your almost finished product is so don't is something you shouldn't show anybody. Yeah. Somebody's got some fucking hard drive video, like it has oh, the movie yeah. somewhere. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if we ever see the light of day, you know, in some capacity. Yeah, like you the know, Zack Snyder cut of Batgirl. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's I, <laughs> it's they've made some moves that are just that are just interesting, like the Zack Snyder thing and the Batgirl stuff. That's just like. I don't, I don't know. And then seeing that Space Jam movie, fucking like Ram, the LeBron James ones, yeah, all the different yeah. WB products into there. It's like I, you guys are are trying really hard and putting all your energy in like a lot of interesting places. And then all this stuff with this, like removing a lot of their shows and all the discovery, like uh, acquisition takeover order. and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and it's like I can't. Yeah, I can't even fucking. I'm not even be able to watch like Raised by Wolves or like Westworld or something if I want to on the HBO Max app because of the. It's just weird, weird things. It sucks. It's weird. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. I don't it understand. Is. Um, but I I appreciate how much nerd talk we are beginning this episode with. For yeah, a really. movie that <laughs> it really was a bunch of nerd talk, very concerned with. I, <laughs> that was great. I, I mean, this that is was, what, yeah, I'm fantastic. I'm yeah. here for it. This is this yeah, is a conversation that, that the main character and his weed dealer would be having after sharing the fucking <laughs> nitro <laughs> glycerin <laughs> fucking joint that he that they con- con- concocted. I, I gotta record this for like scientific purposes. <laughs> we'll lose our minds together, man. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll go to the loony bin together, brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, so sick. This this oh. is a movie that is built with the all the uh outside members amazing. of, so of Adam quotes. Sandler movies. And for yeah. somebody that was like very familiar with my childhood growing up with all of Adam Sandler movies and seeing all those guys, man, that was such a, that was such a blast to, and I, and I've seen parts of this movie. This is my first time watching it all the way through, but, uh, what? Yeah. Really? You did the same reaction, I think, on Night at the Roxbury, which is why you're yeah. here today. Yeah, that's why you're here. And then Super Troopers oh was the same God. deal, man. That was my first time like watching Super Troopers the whole way through, and then you missed <laughs> recording with us that that episode. But I just know. to let you know, okay. I really, really like that one too. Dude, it's so good. It's yeah. awful, but it's so good. That one, oh, it has some fun. The 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 line that's really stuck with me 
for whatever i mean it's just it's a great line oh but God, from that movie is the when the like the mayor or whatever comes to visit the pot bus and then he just like gets thrown the shotgun and he just <laughs> yeah. spread, spread it on <laughs> It just I'll wake up some mornings, look in the mirror and just spread it on. That's so awesome. That's so fucking it's the best. Cool. Yeah. Oh, I, it's so great. This is another one where it's, phenomenal. it's, it's, it's phenomenal. built for like quoting and one liners. And I, I don't know. That's how no. I built. We had probably had this conversation last time. It's like how we built, how I built my identity growing up, uh, you know, like watching movies like Anchorman or Dumb and Dumber and, and Jim Carrey, Will Ferrell, uh, you know, sort of. Big goals, huh? Well, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one James always one goes to. Oh, it's, love that it's one. It's one, one of the greatest quotes of all time. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> From a mo- and especially a movie where the guy is, oh, oh. is overacting fucking everything and everything is just like like a level 10. There's this moment where he's like, oh, what's he going to do? What's he going to say about these big gulps? And he's like. <laughs> you know what you know what my you know what my second but my second favorite quote from that movie is though is at the end of the movie when they chase down the bus after they send them somewhere you're gonna have to excuse my friend he's a little slow yeah. town is that yeah. <laughs> just what i the, thought you couldn't get any dumber, any dumber. go and do a thing like this and, and totally dude i'm telling you it's that like movie, it's, a, it's a part of me that movie has you had an extra pair of gloves this whole time <laughs> yeah we're in the rockies <laughs> Duh. samsonite I, 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 I was <laughs> way off oh, we can, oh okay let's God, talk dude. about that movie too uh, this, this oh, is the, these are the type of like comedies that just when you are in the mood to to watch them it's just nothing nothing else is better and especially brandini and i got to watch it together last night and uh well like via discord and amazon uh prime watch party or whatever but yeah we own this movie now it's 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 the perfect so movie for, for, that, it on for that kind of thing and and uh smoking and enjoying your yourself while you just see like little snippets of things that don't contribute to the larger whole of the movie narratively, but they're just uh-huh. there to make you laugh. Like there's just a series of monkey, uh, lion, uh, <laughs> yes. different, uh, elephant, you know, sort of acquisitions that just, that are just there for the character. <laughs> to- That's the fucking lion, bro. Dude, you can't be <laughs> acting like this around the lion. <laughs> Do I have antlers right now? <laughs> and and uh, yeah, it was it was bro, awesome. I think I was bro, like, you just got a call from the devil. Devil, yeah, dude. I'm way too big to be to drive to the devil's house. And then they look at the monkey, and then they're like, drive, monkey, drive. <laughs> This movie is amazing. How anybody gave it a fifteen percent is that's insane. I, I mean, uh, don't know how to how to have fun. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a it's a critic uh, that's up their own tushy hole, and they don't know what's uh, top t to, top to, from bottom. And uh, I, I yeah, a lot, I picture a lot of these things ring hollow, especially yeah, I guess. Uh, 
jacking into who's Laura Croft? Who is this? What is this doll? What is he doing? Why is this happening? Why is this happening? I came to the to the theater to see a show. What? Why? When my monocle just nearly launched off of my face. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, you like that, Lara? Oh my god, you're a dirty girl. You must be the Monopoly guy. <laughs> <laughs> we, get, we get a, you know, I have to I'm mention. So, so the main okay. main character is, yeah, I mean, he's I can't my, stop one coming. of my. It feels so good. <laughs> he's a limo so driver sorry. and a wedding singer. That's uh, that's one of my favorite roles of yes. his. Uh, they were cones. They were cones. Uh, one of the, his best line that he's ever delivered in, in my mind, but he's, he's been in a, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, it's really fucking funny. Really great. He's I mean, I think is. happy Gilmore's caddy. He's under all the, all yeah, the, all the, the hair beard. and everything, but he's the bearded. Yeah. He's the bearded homeless guy. Yeah. And he, I mean, he's like the asshole and Mr. I like Mr. Deeds. He's like the guy that's trying to hook up with Winona Ryder, but he's like fat in that movie and, and a real sleaze ball. And he's got oh, like, shit, is that bleach. him? bleach hair and stuff yeah he's like he's like part of that uh that he's part of the whole happy madison group exactly yeah and i and this is a movie that i believe he was inspired by his life and he wrote and uh when you know happy madison starts to get more pull to be able to create movies it's so cool to see them working from within the the people that they have and then not only that but you see the pop of nick swartzen along with writing Uh, credits Uh, by yeah. him which is awesome because you can see him working so hard in this movie and like every inter- interstitial uh, <laughs> of the scene there's like some funny fucking line or thing he's doing that seems like totally improvised and like on the day and that just i i, I makes me happy to see <laughs> comedy so work good. that way where they 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 totally. find what's successful naturally and promote that within good chemistry with with people and chemistry is something that's like you can't replicate and you can't kind of uh make make just force happen or anything and so here's like a funny troop of guys that have the natural chemistry and so it's just gonna and they've churned them out for whatever sort of uh effect or success that people think and some people like them some people don't but they still have that chemistry they're still together uh yeah including this guy from water boy the, <laughs> the cross eye like <laughs> that guy like that's i don't know he, he's he's something Ooh, i've else. been at madame i've been at madame kamei's yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that guy for six months <laughs> stealing the rent and taking it to the massage parlor yeah yeah crazy and then he wasn't six like months? I like how no. he wasn't like. Oh, Alex, I'm no. sorry. Did I break your smoking lot? Is that expensive piece? <laughs> he was like, <laughs> and then he danced like such a like kind of a, f- a feminine hand gesture. Yeah. He's like, was that expensive piece? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. He like walks away. Like, playing oh his God, vaguely yeah. ethnic sort of char- character, like, like, like yeah. or something like that. This, I don't it, know. Like yeah. Big Daddy, <laughs> and then there's and then there's another uh, yeah another al- Sandler uh, SNL alum. And uh, I, I like how he's just not like super. He's mad, but he's like disappointed. He's like, oh, man, that sucks. But he's not just like, uh, he's not uh, just like, like fight him or anything. He's just kind of like passive, just like, fuck. Because that's not what a real he's person hot. would do, right? You wouldn't because that's the, that's some of the problems that some of the happy Madison do, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is that they're just like in a in another movie, but still in the same company. It would something silly 
would transgress to that. Like there would be kind of a fight or, you know, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing where it would be over the top uh, in that way. And yeah, I don't know the groundedness of like, he's just a guy who, uh, yeah, needs to leave. And, Mm -hmm. and he just, and he kind of solves all of those things in a really matter of fact way too, which Mm -hmm. I find interesting because there's not really a whole lot of like drama coming from the main character necessarily. You know what I mean? Like, okay, sure, he's got to reach not until the end of the not until the he, end of the. You gotta finish really. those levels, man. You gotta <laughs> finish got, those levels. I was gonna say he's got these like three or four <laughs> levels. That he's those gotta... levels. None of these guys finish <laughs> my levels, dude. I want Alec Baldwin to come in and just be like, always be, <laughs> always be always <laughs> be leveling, always be leveling. I guess ABL doesn't really have as much of a roll off this ABL. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, ABC is much better. Yeah. Speaking of a of a boss though, instead we get oh, Kevin Nealon who is really funny in this. Yes. Uh, Excellent. I s- love him. I did, love him in Happy Gilmore s- too. He's kind of like a similar guy in Happy Gilmore where he's like the golfer that's kind of like yeah. holistic yeah, and yeah. I didn't New I didn't see this movie until after I'd watched like the first three seasons of Weeds, oh, and uh, so like Kevin, like because I knew Kevin Nealon before that, like as a it's comedian, sure, yeah. yeah, yeah, from SNL, and then hadn't seen him in forever. Started watching him in Weeds, watched three seasons of Weeds, and then found, then then found Grandma's Boy, and was like, I, oh my god, this is such a perfect character for him. He's it, so great in Weeds. Goes, it, it goes to show you yeah, that he's fucking he's amazing in weeds. He's uh, weeds is a good show until it gets yeah, but it's a good show. until until no, they we take, don't have to be those people. It's until, until they go through show. the tunnels. Okay, yeah, weeds is a great show. Kevin Nealon's awesome, but yeah, like he's amazing. There, there's some funny casting in here about yeah. Um, well, like the and the happy the happy Madison group. Sorry, Brandon. The Happy Madison group is kind of like the Broken Lizard people, Super Troopers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, but like they Super don't Troopers. Have as many people, though. <laughs> That's yeah. The well, and like Super Troopers. Broken tro- Lizard has like four guys. Yeah. And Broken like, Lizard has like their to, like, genre. They're like their genre. And Happy Madison is their genre. Like they're, they're the same, they're the same idea, but they're in very different genres and they're very different groups. Right. Uh, and same thing as Funny People or grown-ups not funny people uh same thing as grown-ups those guys are all friends because they've all been doing it forever together i mean you, I mean, like, you brought up funny people though i mean that's like the whole apatow thing all those all those guys like had their run uh funny people was a good movie it was, funny people was a better movie than it was than you thought it was going to be i revisited it and i don't know why and it's no hot take but yeah that i don't know for some reason that second half just really settles in and comes out of yeah. out of a out of almost nowhere <laughs> and you think he's about oh, yeah. to leave that house and then he doesn't i don't we don't have to get into that either but the the judd apatow crew like these crews of of comedians make it that much more funny he's, when it just they can play off each other like so well and it's just uh, groups of friends birthday birthday boys Doughboys, all those guys are like you know the that's like kind of my my favorite right now. I feel like is that maybe not right now, but just like that that sketch comedy and that sensibility is has been my my favorite. And like the Scott Ackerman like comedy bang bang uh, kind of guys. It's like they have a certain they all have like a certain brand, and it's just uh, yeah. And like the Fairly Brothers, I guess was was kind of around this time too. And 
Um, yeah. it's, it's an in, inappropriate in, in a way that, uh, it, it wouldn't <laughs> really be made, made the same way today, but, uh, the fact that you have happy Madison gives you kind of the license to kind of do stuff like whatever the, the ridiculous six or something like that, <laughs> or, I had that whole Netflix deal and those are all Adam Sandler and it's surprising Adam Sandler doesn't show up in this movie but we, we got Rob Schneider and you get, you get Dan Spade later and yeah we, we yeah, had uh, Chuck Spade. and Larry in this podcast as well and I I, I thought that movie was was dog shit to be, to be honest but um, the movie's not that bad I was not a fan, but there, I don't know, whatever. I laughed at there, there are some of the most grading elements of Happy Madison in that movie. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. The worst they, parts of would like, oh, Kevin yeah. James, you mean? <laughs> Sorry. I like being a Queen's Kevin James. I, I like I, Paul Blart. I like me some Paul Blart. Don't Paul get me Blart wrong. Was, Paul King, Blart was King of also better than you. it should have been. Paul Blart was better than it should have been. Yes. Yeah, the trailer, sure. the trailer did not sell that movie. And well. this movie okay. probably that movie too. looked like dirt. Like I, I, I'm sure. And I'm sure a lot oh, of yeah. critics looked at this and just wrote it off, but there's just so many nuggets of gold in this movie that hit. If, I mean, I guess if you're in the yeah, right state of mind or just you're maybe coming from a place of like, you're a guy that likes to play video games and smoke weed. Like yeah. some people, <laughs> right. I know. maybe not me. But maybe some people. <laughs> and if you're that I kind just, of person, I just played then played Halo for six hours. This, oh, I don't play video games. <laughs> this movie might, might work for you, and I it just really works for me because it just yeah. I am the demographic. I'll say it. I am the I am the demographic. So would you describe yourself as being seen? Yes. <laughs> yes. Finally. Not, Finally, they make a movie for me, Brandon. These are bad jokes. These are bad jokes. A middle-aged white white man. They finally they finally made a movie for me. Thank thank God. It's uh, so dark. <laughs> and uh, and he moves back with uh, with his grandma, and uh, I think grandma is hilarious as well. I'm, all the all the grandmas. <laughs> That first night when she like pretends to be the dead ghost of the lady in this room that he moved That's into. A bit. Yeah. That's a good oh. bit. You can see where I he gets I, his comedy from. I, I always think it's fucking hilarious. Just, like, I told you we oh, sometime. This is gonna be so good. I so she not know what, what weed is though. Nah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Because she's got a silly sense of humor where you're like, oh, you at least know what. Is. yeah or like right. or what's her face who's a little more scandalous who's had sex with like three thousand she knows what marijuana uh, is she, knows, yeah. she invented she fingering buttholes while <laughs> giving a blowjob she knows what marijuana what a what reefer is the charlie chapman it's like yeah i give charlie chaplin a hand job <laughs> <laughs> this is my first and then, and then what did she say she he, he wasn't silent after that and something about don knots too which is like i really wanted i, I really wanted the vo- that was the- <laughs> i really wanted the vocalization of like oh i'm getting 69 wow this is amazing <gasps> I really wanted someone to do that. It was so easy. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! But so he gets kicked out. He goes to uh, Swartzen's place. The, I mean, Swartzen 
is just hit hard <laughs> in this scene. <laughs> no, just, just the way he introduced like, He's so funny. My roommates are asleep. You mean your parents? Aaron? Yeah, same thing. Yeah, same. <laughs> my roommates got me these PJs. PJs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a sweet car. And he pulls out the trunk and there's more stuffed animals in there. <laughs> they, got, they got me a CB so I could talk to other car bins because it's so cool. <laughs> Yeah, the CB radio to other yeah, car. Bed. I love that. And then there's that a bit great. later where he's like, "Yeah, did you valet your car bed?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so oh, yeah. dude. And then he every it's like almost it's literally every scene they set up a, like a perfect joke somehow. Right, JPM. Yeah, jokes per minute. <laughs> What's the, what do you think the JPM is on this movie? Oh, um, dude, it's, it's got to be like like one fifty, close to close. It's, it's like point seven five to one. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It, it, not one to one because that's that's hard. That's impossible. But yeah, you would be close. exhausted. It was close. Mm-hmm. It was it was pretty fucking close. So he, he fall- shows up with the shows up with the bandages on his hands. Uh, my three roommates kept me up all night. I'm like, because that's a bed that he just had because he couldn't tell people he was <laughs> living with his grandmother. So he's living off. with three, three hot. But then, yeah, but, but it's like it's a setup joke for like three or four. Posted. It's like three or four scenes later when his grandma and like the two roommates show up and they're all talking to them and they see how old they are and he's been talking to them like they're sorority girls and they're uh-huh. just like. Oh, oh my God! It's so gross. He wakes baby up. Jonah Hill. Oh, okay, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah you get Jonah Hill. little baby Jonah. Jonah Hill. Uh, I watched like I heard Huckabee's again fat, recently too. So he's fat baby. Fat baby Jonah Hill. Jesus, Nick. Good lord. Yeah, he's a fat. He was fat. Now he's not. <laughs> I just watched you people the other night. I never. Oh, I haven't seen it. How is it? Uh. It was pretty good. It was okay. It was okay. It was okay. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> what, did, what? What didn't you like about it? Um, I mean, you you, you could figure out what's gonna happen at the beginning of the movie, but the only other thing I didn't like about it was that Jonah Hill and Lauren London, Lauren London didn't really seem like cohesive. Like. You, it seemed kind of weird. Okay. Yeah, like, like chemistry-wise, it seemed weird. Like, why would you even be dating this guy, sort of thing? Yeah. Even from yeah. the trailer, I was like, ah, oh, yeah, he's coming off just like. But I mean, really it was it was like actually it was it it was actually pretty good. I was okay. I was surprised. Well, was it like it's to good see to see Eddie Murphy? Murphy but, yeah. yeah, I was gonna. Say, I was like, I, I'm. It was very it interesting. Eddie's in it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's funny you said that because when we were watching it. We were watching I'd be it. like, man, Eddie, what's wow? This is the movie. <laughs> my, Jonah brought you back. Wow. <laughs> Jonah directed it too, right? Something. Uh, oh, did he? I, oh, Jonah wow. Hill. Jonah Hill was one of the writers. Seen, have you guys seen mid nineties or what is it? Yeah, uh, mid nineties. The ninety show. Mid nineties. No, it's a, a movie. Jonah it's a movie. Hill directed. It's good. Oh no. Pretty good. <laughs> there's uh, yeah, there's, we, there's something that happens wanna... at the end of that movie that kind of made me like the, i don't the babies the like babysitter was really relatively good too uh oh that's yeah yeah it's been i haven't seen that one but i remember when that came out and that was, it was uh, like it right was after super bad good. i feel like yeah it came out yeah, yeah, yeah it was like during his like unpopular phase but it 
it i don't think it did very well it's also an accepted too that's around this time which is that's right yeah that's that's like that period jonah hill and it's so cool to see see him like rise up to do super bad and when comedy stars i you can tell just work really hard to get roles i it it makes me happy and you know especially when you're like oh that's that one guy that said that one funny thing in that one movie and then now that he has his he has his own movie it's so cool Honestly, I like seeing where he's at now because after Superbad, after Superbad, like that's like his character, right? He's this fucking funny guy that is he's like the funny fat kid that is in high school, but also something else. And then every movie he's done after that has like he had Wolf of Wall Street where he fucking crushed it. And then like every movie he's gotten he's gotten more serious roles as opposed to like this one character, which I think is more impressive. Yep. He's got a different role. Like he's not, and he's like directing and, and making his own shit now too. Yeah. yeah, like you people. He's one of the writers. Yeah, that's awesome. Which is, and he yeah. made that documentary like, about his uh, his therapist and everything too. It's it's cool to see people. Yeah, like just I didn't watch that one yet. I I watched almost all of it. Yeah, it's 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 great. Yeah, it's like going to therapy, <laughs> but it's like learning about a ther- the therapist a little bit more. He's trying to like probe him and yeah. like learn about Jonah Hill as well. But uh, it was it's like cool, a cool to like for his therapist. Yeah, and it was like his, the therapist his would like therapist would like so down to earth explain things in like kind of simplistic ways and yeah. draw them out in kind of simple ways to understand, and that helped helped me too. Like. Well, I think I watched it on kind of a dark day myself and like I wasn't feeling great and I was like, oh, this is kind of helping cathartic for me to like work through some of my shit too, you know. But yeah, dude, nice. Yeah. But I, yeah, I was like, I was even Perfect. thinking about I'm like gonna, a, you, 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 I'm gonna save it for one of those days. Yeah. I, those. <laughs> I think it's I, I just I was really hooked on it uh when Stutz, the therapist, was said that a lot of your problems would be solved if if you exercised slept better and all of these things and it's really just if you were a healthy person and he, the thing is but you, you have to like means. start there like that's you kind of have you know to what that there. means right we like we haven't Effort. Sure, sure there's there's like details of like is it okay to you know how much kombucha should you drink that kind of bullshit like but i think we all have an understanding of what is healthy for us and it's interesting to have to come to grips with like oh i'm doing something that is unhealthy for me and why am I doing that? Mm-hmm. I, all the time. Why am I doing that all the time? Yeah. But yeah, and and the, but finding the joys of life, but also I think one of the things that he mentioned too was like, there are hard truths of thing, bullshit that you're going to have to deal with that are never going to go away. And that was kind of like nice to accept too. It was like, oh, these are never going to be, there's certain things that are never going to be solved and there's just going to be daily bullshit for the rest of my life. And that was like kind of nice to like accept that a little bit of like, oh, okay, well, you're just you're gonna have to come come at it and and and, uh, and add it or on it, at least a place of acceptance and not trying to fight it of like expecting everything to be cured one day. Like one day I'm gonna figure it all out. It's like no, it's a daily daily struggle. Um, oh. Yeah. And the older you get, the more you understand. Like some things you're just gonna never figure out. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it makes you and it makes it makes you more and more annoyed because you should be able to figure it out. But you can't no, but that, it uh, humbles you as well, you know. It's it humbles you. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. It is because also it, very true. You're you're just a human, right? You're not yeah, once you and when you accept like when you when you know you're beaten, 
by a, like a like a thought or a project or something, and you can accept that. That's also a big step for regular people or people. Yeah, not like you. No, you're not. Yeah, you're not, yeah, <laughs> you're different. <laughs> He's God's one and one and only prototype. <laughs> Do we lead to weird day? Okay. I mean, I mean, what do we gotta say about this movie? Yeah, I mean, what do we got? I mean, we're, we're we, okay. Let's talk about movie. some of the. Yeah, I mean, we really. I feel like <laughs> we're hanging out, like uh, about to do the Frankenstein how, over to get some snacks. <laughs> She's what do you What do you guys think about how video games are represented in this movie? How about that? Like, so how about the video you, game? It, it, they, what are they, actually, players or how they play it, or like the actual interfacing of what the video games look like? What do you guys think of that? I would even I would I even go a, with this. I, I got a fun fact about the video game. Just real quick before you go in, there you go ahead, Brandon. Is the video game in this movie the demonic game uh-huh. was actually be, like it was. A video game. It was a predator. Like, oh, I knew it. Was it? I was like, was it based on Fable? I can't remember the title of the actual Predator game, but it was just mm-hmm. like a reskinning and using some clips from it. Oh, of course, to, uh, I was like, this looks things. like a fucking Predator. Because they didn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's fucking rad. Looked pretty fun. I mean, it, like X for Xbox. I, I was going to call the the Xbox One, but that's not technically what it is because they came out with another xbox, xbox after it called that it. it's just called xbox <laughs> um it's just so frustrating it is frustrating <laughs> it's been long enough now. it's a dumb what a dumb thing they did <laughs> xbox one got, xbox 360 xbox, xbox yeah two oh uh, no one 360 <laughs> there's, yeah, there's the 360 there's the one there's series the, s series x I, re- I remember when the 360 came out i printed yeah, a you printed a picture of it and put it on my binder on the outside <laughs> my school binder to wrap i was like yeah dude, Xbox fucking 360, I, this I, is what it looks sh- like it this is that's before it came out because nice. they had a release and i was like they then they reveal it they're like this is the new xbox 360 and i was like give me a pick I didn't even even get xbox two through 359 yet like <laughs> How can I get this 360 version? The 360 was great. That was the one I played the most, like Assassin's Creed and uh, Halo. Not Halo. Yeah, Halo. Yeah. yeah. Hello. Yeah. I played them. That was when I was. That was when I was like the middle of college. That was when I played the most video games. Halo was legendary, especially at the time. I mean, I mean, seeing that original Xbox, I put the Halo Two. Halo Two was the one I played the most in college. That said, I don't, it wasn't even out yet, but I think I got the sticker from a magazine or something, and it said like release. Like, was it November 9th? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. November eleven dude. nine. Like, in it, and yeah. it said, and I put it on my Xbox because that was such a big fucking deal. Halo Two. I was like. <laughs> And I still remember so November, November, like November 9th, like all the boxes said, do not fucking open until November 9th. And it was, it was such a big deal. Such a huge fucking deal. Yeah, it was huge. And then they show the huge. the battle rifle image of the battle rifle in this in this movie. And I was like, it's Halo 2. Woo, I'm represented. <laughs> I'm part oh robot man too. I feel seen. I feel seen. I am an android. <sighs> and so begins like esports that is like it, it, it's so crazy yeah Dude, esports is is wild to me they have it on espn sometimes 
They put the E in ESPN, am I right? (laughs) 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 So bad. (laughs) You just pulled double. You pulled out finger guns. That was impressive. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was aggressive. It wasn't that good of a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Are you sound like a critic now? I know. Was that a you rated a fifteen percent? Fifteen percent. Oh yeah. Attitude you're bringing. Uh, all right so we talked there's a little video game talk i i thought that like was for a movie like pretty much about video games and video gamers and stoners and stuff like there was there wasn't anything that was like glaring that was like that didn't make any sense because there's a lot of movies about like this kind of kind of thing where like oh they don't even know what video games are or like how how it would look or how it would play or something like that i thought overall like they they kind of got that down like i don't really care too much about like oh how is he like developing a game with his laptop on the like this super old tv and just like that like how do you make a game by yourself like that especially a game of that caliber by yourself for an xbox but um beyond that it's like who who really fucking cares <laughs> yeah it's especially for this who especially for this movie and because because i think it makes up for makes up i bet you there were people that cared Oh, for sure. Yeah, but I, the critics, you, I guess. You, you generate well, not so, for those. You reasons. generate so much cachet by having in all of your video game like shots of your workplace, like all of that is filled to the brim with video game iconography. There's yeah. like huge statues of Solid Snake. There's just there's mm-hmm. also gay, gay robots. Game and infor- Game Informer, the Resident Evil Four. Yeah, all their fake posters were great. Like Canada must die or something like that. Yeah. Or like <laughs> that was one of the games. Gay robot. And then like one of the ones they mentioned was like, oh, what what was it? Night Knife Fight Four or something like that? Yeah. Well, because that's the project she came from. That's why she came yeah, from Night right, yeah, yeah, Fight. That's why, because so this is the the basis of uh, this is the concept she, of the movie. She saved Knife Fight. Is we got evil death slayer three knife death four and we need to get it out before the fall and it is full of bugs (laughs) it is in the worst state of development that any of the death slayers have been in we got linda cardellini coming in and she's gonna project manage the shit out of this Mm -hmm. and yeah and she falls head over heels for this man (laughs) who is asleep at his desk farts in meetings <laughs> and, and yeah, falls yeah. asleep and farts at the same time he says to him it's like nice rip yeah. <laughs> nice rip alex <laughs> nice rip alex and yeah. doesn't finish his levels and, she's, so and she just still falls in love with him like so i yeah that was well, you know, he's the head programmer that's such a classic obviously. like adam sandler movie thing oh, of yeah. like a fucking numbskull just skating by and then just getting the girl and then there's just he just looks so much better compared to the psychopath that was like hyper obsessed over the woman like this the which i want to talk about him next too um (laughs) but this is by comparison this guy looks like a fucking angel but he's still like living at his grandma's house and farting and sleeping all over the place yeah (laughs) like i don't don't know he's you know he's the down on his luck genius who's gonna come through in the end that's that's the trope right it's nice to see incel representation in the in the in the in this movie as well from the robot man it wasn't nice but it was just like that is such a night that is such a real part of video game world is those types of people maybe not like part robot and saying that stuff but like he did some my ladies on my face 
he did some like neck beard shit, you know, and I just yeah. thought that was like, yeah, those are like the people that you're like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to. Can you, and then she calls him out on it too. She's like, can you cut it with the my lady? Yeah, stuff? yeah. Man, I love it. Yeah, oh, that was it, mm-hmm. it ripped. If she called yeah. our main character out really a little weird. bit more, that would have been whatever. <laughs> right. She had on her. It's a laptop. love story. It's a love she story. Had this like this like. I mean, he's uh, he's laptop cover with a. He's disgustingly wire. charming. Yeah, he does the thing where he's like, uh, "Yeah, we should go on a date," but oh, I'm too busy, so never mind. We'll have to do it. My boss I, is writing me really hard. <laughs> and then she's like, "Well, I guess I'm just gonna have to deal with that." Yeah. <laughs> oh, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, and then right after that, he walks out. It's and then so stupid. It is. He walks out. Doesn't he walk right he's kind of just like, "Oh, okay, I get it." So your hot lady wants to go out with me. Well, too bad. What a move! What a move! Immediately comes under. There's never a question. Yeah. Not. And everybody in the office too, which is so crazy that they all knew just, it. He would just pick him because he just seems like just like everybody else. Like all of them in meetings with her, are like yeah, uh, you know, yeah, you're the best. Just, I love you. Yeah, he's just openly hitting on her, like the consistent, cons- constantly and consistently, and then just calls her out, like you know belong in this video game world. yeah right <laughs> why because i'm a woman he's like no because you're attractive yeah. <laughs> and that's because you're a hot woman yeah. it's, like, sexy. it's like even worse it's even more sexist it's like you could have yeah. just been regular set but then like no you're like basing it completely on looks <laughs> 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 making yeah make it way more so sexist bad. yeah it's terrible but we gotta we gotta talk about robot man i I forgot his character's name but just all like jp it's it's uh it is that one a huge performance is a big performance and it's Uh, later turn nuggets (laughs) he's like Uh, shoots people turn nuggets pretty good like hydraulic noises uh and then i like it by the end everyone's just kind of like he's a really good robot this guy well like everyone's just laughing openly to him and at him and that's kind of where you're at from the beginning and then you see everyone in the office behave that well as way as well it was like okay this guy is fucking psycho and we can all agree on that. This is not something that's going to fly in this office. Cause it kind of was up to that point. People were like, okay, it's, he's a little weird, whatever. We'll deal with then it. By the yeah, end, we'll like, deal with he's it. like oh a prodigy, right? Cause you're introduced. Right. To right. Neilan where he's like, so the whole reason this business exists mm-hmm. is because JP is a genius. Mm-hmm. And then you're Linda a legend, Carlin, man. <laughs> and they're being like, Oh my God. Wow. You're two games in a year. Cause that's, that's, Oh man. And yeah, he's working on his next masterpiece. Yeah, the trilogy. Then there's, then there's the, there's the scene when got all these rings on too. Then there's the scene when JP's sitting at his office and he brings in Kato because his office. Oh my god, Kato. Yeah, Kato's like, oh, I think we should render them a different color. Blah blah blah. He's just, but when he walks in, he's just blasting techno, and it's just. He's reclined on like a dentist chair, three screens above him. The wallpaper is does ones it, and zeros. Does it? <laughs> and like does it? Does it scare you? Sorry, I didn't hear you. <laughs> so the music's music a little loud. Does, does it scare you? Does it make you, you afraid? No, I just really don't like techno. <laughs> 
And then anyway, I think that guy was no. Then he then he responds to that by saying, "You would like it if you had robot ears." Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. That's uh-huh. right. And he br- trickles that in where he's like, "Just meets Linda Carlini yeah. beat," and then he's he just robot like, the I whole want, time. I'm thinking about getting robot legs, and then she's like, "Oh, that would be a complex procedure." And he's like, "Yeah, I think it would be worth it, <laughs> or whatever." <laughs> But I like how in that in that the end, especially that office scene, you start to it starts to reveal that he he's lost control of his robot voice, and it's also another personality within him. And he's like, "That was actually a good idea." And he's like, "Oh no!" And then I really like that friend as well. That's when Alex almost attacks that, him. That's different. That comes back to the desk, and he's like, "He didn't like my idea." He's like, "Oh, that's a bummer, man. That was really good." He's like, "No, it wasn't. I fucking suck, and I hate myself." It's right after. That's right after. The, that's right after the techno scene. That's, I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's yeah. Kato. Yeah. It's right after the techno scene. Yeah, I, I think he's, he's like, "No, because I'm fucking stupid. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm worthless piece of shit." Like he just like yeah degrades himself so badly because mm-hmm. the introduction to that because it's also true. It's so funny. Like they're there for the meeting of uh finishing production on uh Eternal Death Slayer three. And then EDS three. Three. And then Kevin just stands up and starts talking about he has seen this like vision and <laughs> JP. I was swimming with dolphins. <laughs> yeah. JP has released inside a masterpiece. <laughs> I, I released I re- and then I crawled into the carcass of a dead deer. And then I released. I will underestimate, <laughs> underestimate I will somebody close to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's, that's so good. I will underestimate. It's so good. Stuff like this oh, is so t- good in a comedy, too, when it's like the whatever antagonist or it's like so or villain isn't isn't like it's it, it never veers too much into like oh this is getting dramatic or too mean because these people are like no, truly no. just in, kind of insane people like yeah and like anchorman or something too it's like you're you're too dumb to yeah. insult or something it's like you're you're too batshit to hate <laughs> i don't yeah. i don't know because I, I they're just so they're funny to laugh at and you kind of pity them at a certain point yeah yeah rather than, oh, but rather they, than hate them yeah. they they make it so ridiculous that it makes you not feel as bad yeah they exaggerate the situation to the point where it makes it funny <laughs> whereas if it's they didn't exaggerate it would be worse yes. yeah this this movie is very simple like i i think we skipped over a little bit but like you know I'm they're sure we're gonna cover it oh well but just to just to get get us there is like they so eds3 is coming along because linda cardellini bean has been helping them and then they're like we're gonna go out and party and then uh kevin Neal the vegan restaurant and they go to the vegan restaurant right <laughs> and i just think it's so funny when like the company is celebrating a win because production is coming along that then it goes cuts to a dinner and there's only like five people there there's not like a whole team like in order to do that it would have been like you would have rented out a whole place and that would have been like your but they got the out. harmony table Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> they got the harmony table and like yeah you would have like rented out david our Buster's. Sister's restaurant or whatever <laughs> Guy blow. <laughs> it's Shiloh. Yeah. It's Shiloh. No, and don't worry. You were sweet. You get some David David, David Spade. Yeah. <laughs> Another David Spade appearance. And then they go to Tommy's instead, which look pretty good. <laughs> a little a little chili. Chili cheese fries. Um 
And, have you uh, ever eaten at a Tommy's? Yeah, I have. I do, I do not like Tommy's. I don't like Tommy's either. <laughs> They're like, they have like weird, they put a lot of big chunks of vegetable. Yeah. There's like and chunks of iceberg lettuce and it's so and their chilies like and their chilies really not that good. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> been a while <laughs> since I everybody in the same box. Perfect. Look at this Tommy's burger. <laughs> yeah. Every time it makes me poo. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, everybody. You're on the Grandma's Boy episode. It's the silly Grandma's Boy episode. This is perfect. Brandon told me to embrace it, so I've embraced it. God, the next person who's silly is going right to jail. Silly jail? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we have to... I don't like jail. We have to... No. No. We have to be very... Be silly. Okay. Okay. We gotta t- we gotta talk about the uh, Dante. <laughs> I feel like we haven't talked enough about Dante. And you want us not to be silly while we're talking about Dante? <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh. What the fuck? This is a trick. This is the no silly zone. He, is Dante? He, is, he wants somebody to go to jail. <laughs> he, <laughs> he wants it to be me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Dante, right? Does now. he live with anybody else at that place? Besides the African war chief or whatever, dude, that guy's so fucking funny. He, really he funny. was living, he was living with Alex, but then when Alex moved into the grandma's, uh, he didn't have any other roommates, so that's why he got a monkey, and then mm. it was a lion, and he answers the door in his birthday suit. Bro, you're naked. I'm trying to get it down. Whatever the no, fuck you said. Your butt's no, no, tanner than my face. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, there it is. That's what he it was. He was putting up a Christmas tree and it's July. That's what he no was way. doing. And he was doing it nude. <laughs> yeah, he was doing it. You're right. He was, you're right. You're right. I like seeing him as like an affable, funny stoner guy when, yeah, I, I think what it. I know it's him so best from is Waterboy where he's a bully quarterback. Uh <laughs> Water yeah, sucks. That's, it really, really sucks. Uh, that's Henry Winkler. Yeah. A, yeah. Water sucks. It's around that scene, Gary, I guess, where better. he like, tackles him. Uh-huh. H2O. Yeah. We can, and then she saves she saves his life with that Alaska water that he gave her, like pure H2O. That's some high quality like, H2O. Ooh, that's some high quality H2O. Oh yeah, and then like wins the game. Yeah, yeah. I watched that movie again recently, so and, and like Henry Winkler is, that are is amazing to remember. His character is like kind of complicated and subtle in a movie where there's like just <laughs> yeah. a bunch of like insane, cartoonish people, and but he's like kind of he's so- like, he's like soft-spoken. and then and then he talks to I like the scene where he's like trying to convince Kathy Bates' mama and to like let him play. And then he's like, you know what my mama told me when I was your age, don't get a tattoo of Roy Orbison. And then he drops his pants and there's a big Roy Orbison tattoo on his butt. And he's like, what mama don't know, don't hurt. Don't hurt her. And I love them. And, do and, the then, and, he, 
and he gets his playbook stolen and he's just trying to come back and then he gains power from like doing that thing where he like imagines somebody's face as like a baby or a doggy or something and he, he does these like things where he's like it's so like delicate and gentle in the movie of people just screaming and yelling he's just like oh i don't know i'm just kind of like defeated and then you see that transition is really nice anyway that's my henry and then i think like the next movie he was in was uh little dicky and he's he cover henry baker and bees that's been a while since i've seen that one too i I forget what he is in that one uh he's just henry winkler but everybody he's just fonz Yeah, they summon him to sting him with bees so that they get sent to hell when they die so that they can uh, do something. Man. It's been a mess. What is that too? Demonic. <laughs> Demonic in this game, right? Demonic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Worked on it for three years. The climax of this is his grandmother fighting JP. Yes, they instantly oh, that's right. that's decide right. that this is how it's going to be done. Like, no discussion, just, okay, this is how we prove it. Mono e mono. PVP. PVP. Ray Romano's mom is going to be street set up. You. They clearly say JP on one side. Uh, yeah, they have the names on each screen. Yes. <laughs> on the other. Yeah. We, didn't, we only have one copy of this game, but all of a sudden now we've developed it to the point where you can put your name on your character too. <laughs> and it's all PVP. You just designed multiplayer into a video game. And Kevin Nealon is just so like chill. He was just like, that's how much of a genius he was. I don't like your energy right now. And, and rather than like adding more like, uh, anger or anything to the scene, he's just trying to like get to the bottom of it. And then come, you don't need to fire me. I fucking quit. I have proof that I have proof that, uh, it's his game. And he's like, Oh, what do you mean? Who, what proof? Okay, let's do it. (laughs) And it's not like, that's how these very level headed. I love it. I'm telling you, it's so funny. Yeah, I thought they it was, let I you, thought it was they let you do the work and then yes, Dude, they, that, they, they facilitated I, I, the I area like or the honest depiction of somebody in that position mm-hmm. because like, yeah, I facilitated the learning space for this to happen. You are welcome. You're mm-hmm. hiring a bunch of people that do a bunch of jobs here. Just, yeah. You're more of like this, the vibe setter. <laughs> vibe setter <laughs> is what a ceo should be you're thinking about the vibe and also God, i would be such a good one you should yeah. start you should run a video game company dude what would be your first video game yeah what kind of video games i haven't played video games in so long you're be, you you'll like be perfect right? i haven't played i haven't played video games since i moved here so nine years oh wow i think I the last you might have to jump into the halo verse i think they're uh they're looking for somebody else to take it over. <laughs> I stopped. I stopped liking the Halo games after, like, even Reach. I was like, mm, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I was gonna but go then, through yeah. some of my final notes here. Uh, yeah, I was. I thought one of uh, Swartzen's lines to his mom, like when he got picked up or whatever, was like, "Did you TiVo Samurai Jack?" <laughs> As they were driving away, was like fucking genius. It's such a low-key joke. Uh, yeah, and it just seemed like something that he came up with that's really funny. Um, he At lunchtime, so, this is another sorts of thing, but he pulls out the fruit cup. He's like, oh, fruit cup, way to go, mom. Nice. <laughs> He's like so stoked on it. I was like, oh, just just hilarious. His packed, his packed lunch his from his mom. Lunch. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, knife death for gay robot, Canada must die. Those are 
your shit's weak. And he's like just yelling at people. Um, there's that, that time where the guy like pulls out the game to challenge him with just out of his back. And I'm like, Oh, that was very video game of that we, we saw last night. He just like, I challenge you. And he just pulls a video game box out of his back. <laughs> where did he get that? Uh, yeah, no, there's that, there's a, like the wall screen of JP's computer monitor was a picture of him as Neo in a very matrix looking yes. like, poster. And it said my trilogy. And on the left side, it had all three of his games that he was coming out with. And that was such a small little thing. That was so he's dressed as Neo not, the whole time. That's hilarious. It's just see, hilarious. I, he definitely stresses Neo the whole fucking time. <laughs> how did you see me? <laughs> how, did he, how did he see me? <laughs> what do people are going to bow to it? <laughs> uh okay you fucking freak uh, i'm out of here awkward at all um similarly to that nick swartzen on his computer had a picture of a really really buff guy and then his face supplanted over the top oh, really? I'm, i didn't see that <laughs> i've never seen that in a bunch of shots yeah <laughs> i'm out good Something to look forward to. I love that movie. It's so good. Well, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna jump into some critic reviews. Unless you got, do you guys want to take a break or anything? Or yeah, let's take a break. Okay, we'll take a quick yeah. break. Be right back for that. We got another day by the 22s. Ooh, okay. okay. For some reason, there's only two songs on title to pick from. Hello, everyone. Welcome. We're back. We're listening to some music from from Grandma's Boy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's go. Okay. Sick. Yeah, this is the this is yeah. the intro scene. This is the intro scene when they like are going all the, they go into the like, the video game studio after. Oh right. He gets okay. ki- after he gets kicked out of his apartment. Yeah. Yeah. This is the intro where they're like showing him at work. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Damn, I've seen this movie a lot. Let's see if there's a chorus. Or here if there's a chorus. I think it's right here. Pre-chorus? Yay. Oh. Pre-chorus? Nope. There was that the chorus. Yeah. No, that's the chorus. That was the chorus. That's yeah, that was definitely the chorus. That's how they write that's how they write songs now though, dude. Ahead of its time. Well, Ahead of its time. Like that other band you took me to go see that's ahead it's of their the, time. It's the hook that's it is the chorus, man. Alive and amplified by the Mooney Suzuki. I'm melting. Oh, you're gonna turn into Frankenstein's monster? <laughs> Actually, this... they should call the weed Frankenstein's monster, not Frankenstein. What was that one that you made that they they there's the Hulk and then the green monster? It's like oh, that was... <laughs> I was well, I kind of a stupid thing. joke, but it was like, yeah, it's essentially the same name or like the same thing. You just named it different yeah, ways. Like, lazy. You could come up with something different. We got Green Monster and we got the Hulk and we got the hybrid Hulk the Green Monster. I don't know. Uh, well, because maybe the Green Monster could be the Jolly Green Giant to some people. Totally. Dang, could be that Indica shit. That's such a good point. Let's air that out. Actually, let's Fuck let that you, breathe. Give <laughs> 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 it the space it deserves. Uh, <laughs> really, let it sink, let it sink in. Thanks, Brandon. I'm so glad you invited me here for this. Oh. 
<laughs> That's so fucking sick. <laughs> oh my god, I'm playing JP's song from Grandma's Boy. Oh, that came in really loud. Sorry, listeners. Um, the techno, the techno one. Yeah, I think this is the tech techno one. Oh man. Yes. Is this this when he's at his office? Is that it? Yes. This is when. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. This is when Kato comes in. Gotcha. And then he's just like, <laughs> it's like turn up the graphics meter. <laughs> it's not that. I was trying to find the. The other one when oh, he's sitting there and he, and he oh misses God. the phone it's, call. Is it, it totally an Apex sounds, Twin song? It totally sounds like an Apex Twin. It does. I was wondering if it actually was. Dude, interesting. play some Apex Twin? <laughs> no, let's, yeah, let's just listen to Apex. <laughs> I was trying to find the tit- the titular Grandma's Boy song, think, but it's not it's not here, so we'll forget about it. Nick, there's the, have you listened to Apex Twin at all? Mm-hmm. Help. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> we can do a whole pod, it's a whole episode about about apex man. I'm, I'm there i remember uh at coachella, I'm usually the, not the coachella there that brandon I and them. i went to i think that was that was the last one right where we had to part ways because i was at apex twin and it was like half full tent unfortunately or like th- three quarters full at least unfortunately was, or fortunately because then well, fortunate like, for me but every, yeah yeah but yeah. unfortunate for them yeah, yeah it was like oh i you know so fortunately it. because when it's half empty mm-hmm. and you that's get true. to enjoy yourself that even more that's definitely yeah the- and i was looking around and everybody was like worshiping him the same it was like oh these are the people that really want to be here because everyone else is going to billy eilish was happening at the same time and brandon was like all right let's go i'm like brandon i'm staying <laughs> i am staying I, uh, yeah. that's perfect and then, Dude, we're and going then to, we're... you told me that you were like you yelled in my ear while i was going you're like it feels like someone's rearranging my mind <laughs> 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 taking apart my mind and trying to put it back together <laughs> i was like i know it's great right <laughs> oh dude it's, we're going we're going we're going this year Oh man, uh, buddy! I'm really me, him, for you me, guys. me, Brandon, and Gail. This I'm and Gail. Yeah. Oh, Just cool. Three of us. You guys. Yeah. Well, you three. You have to come back after for a podcast episode where you're oh. just uh, fall asleep halfway through the episode or something because you're so tired. <laughs> no, but I want the coach Coachella wrap up. We usually have a concert review section of the of the podcast at certain points, but we haven't gone to as many concerts super recently, but. Brandon was on a kick last year and the year before. I don't know. You, you, Brandon's a big uh, concert goer. I try yeah, to keep I'm aware, up, but... dude. I'm aware. Not dumb. No, for sure. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> I'm going to see. Uh, I took Nick. Okay. So what he's alluding to, everybody. Here we go. Oh, is this what? I, is this? I, he, I it sounded Nick. like he was not so happy about a concert. I night. took Nick. I was like, yeah. I called him up almost, I feel like day of. I was uh-huh. like, Nick, you're going to a concert. Uh-huh. Oh, it was like Here's three the, hours uh, before. A, a part of our relationship is, is that he's going to do this to me, and then I'm going to do this to <laughs> For him. For sure, I, I definitely do. So like, That's a nice dynamic. You know, hey, you got to just, you got to do this. You got to go out and rage. And uh, you're coming with me, and because yeah. I need somebody to be with me. Right. Yeah. Um. And I took Nick to go see a hundred gags. Hundred gags. Hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah is not is not how i felt really ah i mean i mean dude, 
I didn't not what did like you it. Say, what did you say to me? Yeah, like you didn't. I didn't. You yeah, know, you, you don't like it, but you. I, mean, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't not like it, but I definitely didn't like it. <laughs> yes. Were you happy? Like you did it? Was it like? Yeah, no, for sure. I was a little like, bad. Like, like, like I saw, or you I, got the shirt that said "I saw 100 Gex and survived." No, I didn't buy any of their clothing. I do not support them at any at, at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like. But like I'm glad, I'm glad that I went. I'm glad that I went to go see it because like I had no idea that that noise was like yeah. uh, music for some people, uh-huh. uh, and that's how I feel about it personally. But like Brandon loved it, uh, like and they were a bunch of kids and their yeah. their their outfits. The Wizard like when they came out and when they came out in those wizard suits, dude, that was dope. Their outfits were dope. And like they, they were good. It was just, it's just very much not my kind of thing. Do you feel it? Or I feel like not, it's like future my, music. I feel like I'm music. in the future when I hear it. <laughs> I, yeah. Yes. But is, that, is it a future? Is it a future that you want to be in? Yes. yes. It was okay. So it is because I definitely feel like it's future music, but it's right. I don't want to be in that future if that's the music in the future. It's hard to be at like when things are so rough. Like when an idea is in its infancy, it's a hard. And they're like, there's like the, to to be a part of it at times. You know what I mean? Yeah, the singers are like super. The they're the the two people are super young, right? No. What's the what was the big what was the one that? There was another one. What's their famous one? I mean, it sounds like a robot trying to make music. Yeah, it's just. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I don't. I, get a I, taste. I feel like JP would it, fucking love. Oh no! Love hundred gags. <laughs> oh my god, dude. JP is probably the producer behind hundred gags. Uh, here's the thing though about that is I don't know because hundred gex is obviously incredibly niche market that I think has <laughs> that's a that's a good there, way to put it. There's plenty of it that's going to and it already is popular. But like I don't think JP would like hundred gex because there are there as a pop sensibility to it that somebody who is like a, a robot person isn't going to be tuned into. No, he's like are they yeah they're too, they're too inauthentic a robot. Because JP for him, JP is not listening to a beat that's like boom. It's like such a no. beat. he's probably just boom, nine inch nails like all a, day or some shit. Oh, industrial. Even worse. Yes. Uh, let's move yeah. on to some critic reviews of Grandma's Boy and see why they gave it the icy fifteen. <laughs> uh, from um, Entertainment Weekly, Gregory, 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 Gregory. Remember, somebody has to go to silly jail soon. I, I yeah. forgot. Oh, Gregory, dear. Gregory Kirschling is making a strong case to be put in cuffs to go to silly jail. <laughs> it's OK. We took a little smoke break. It's it's fine. We'll be all right. I'll be fine. Um, I took a smoke break. It's fine. It's for this episode and this episode only. I never do it for any other episode. I promise. It's the perfect episode to do it. Brandon got me so high. I haven't been this high in like two years. So this is Brandon's fault. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, he gave him the I'm a little demon. The amount of you're be, hey, you're being there silly was... over there. Wait a second. <laughs> I saw that. Did you do a Dr. Evil pinky? He <laughs> did. He that did. was the silliest shit I've seen all day. That reference would have worked when this movie came out for sure. Oh my god. It might god, have been too I... late even then. Alright, I'm sorry. I distracted from the little I, I distracted to... from the timeline. Right. Let's continue the All right. timeline. I have Gregor Gregorly. <laughs> Let's go back to Gregorly. Uh, yeah. 25 out of 100 does a very thorough job of reducing every recognizable member of the cast to probable career lows. Uh, <laughs> New York Post, Lou Lumenic, 25, a pathetic stoner comedy. Uh, TV Guide Magazine at 25, Ken Fox, lacking so much as a shred of wit and crammed with more product placements than jokes. This unendurable stoner comedy clearly disproves the movie formula wisdom that two guys, one Xbox, and a two-foot-long bong add up to something funny. Ken Fox. Just that review is funny. <laughs> from, a, from AV Club, Nathan Raven, Raven a 33, Grandma's Boy aspires to nothing more than the frat house goofiness and juvenile high spirits of early Sandler vehicles but it possesses the energy of a funeral dirge played at half speed. <laughs> I disagree. Well, <laughs> it's funny how you said half speed, but went full speed. Up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm making, making choices. Uh, variety. Ronnie Sheen, 40, even Sandler diehards may pass on this mostly derivative Payon, 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 But it's p. Oh man, this is where. Peen, 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 I'm okay. I just grounded to a halt. Mostly derivative peon. Is it peon? To compulsive computer geekdom and male sexual dysfunction. Payon. Pay on. Pay on. Pay on. Pay on. Pay on. This is a good a song track. of praise it's or triumph. Over. This is a good sidetrack. Oh, here I'm I'm playing on 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 uh on Google's pronouncing it for me so that I can understand uh how to how to say it. Pian. 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 I was close with peen. Pian. 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 PN. Yeah, you're not PN, it's PN. A song of yeah. praise or triumph, a thing that expresses enthusiastic praise. His books are PNs to combat. Was it okay. like another word for him? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Observation, Nicholas. Uh, <laughs> 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 see me after class. H H Y M him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You know, like a hymn, a church hymn. Yes. Jeez. No, I'm, I think that would work. I just, <laughs> this is my first time hearing the word, so I'm still trying to digest what it means. And I'm, I'm dumb. Um, New York Times, Dana Stevens, we're at a 50 now. It cheerfully invites the audience to descend to their level, where no joke is too silly or raunchy, and a plot is just a way of passing time between game levels and bong hits. Yeah. It's a pretty, it's a pretty yeah. solid actually yeah. description. Yes, yes. it yeah. should, yeah. should be a gold star. That is right. 
we'll go on to the audience in 85 spicy zone um, from Zen Zen CG five stars titled excellent cult classic. Ignore the haters. If you enjoy weed video games and have a grandmother, much like I do, boy, are you going to love this weed or movie? <laughs> yes. Seriously, though. I love it. Oh, my God. It's a really well done Happy Madison film. The sets are decorated well and there's a sweet atmosphere. The soundtrack is on point, featuring hits and a few unique tracks you might discover that match the mood of the moment. The characters from the Happy Madison cast are all hilarious, hilariously devised. This movie is just all around good fun from beginning to finish. Dare I say helped pay the way to Pineapple Express quality type stoner films. Five out of five. Oh. Seen this movie a thousand times and would rewatch slash recommend again. There's a lot of little emojis in this one. It's fun. There's like happy yeah, faces. I, this is a lot. Guys, this is, this is an important movie, right? Yeah, dude, it's. <laughs> I think it it's qualifies the definition com- of a cult classic. I was just gonna say that, Nicholas Schulte. Thank you. Sorry. Oh no! I, thank you. Well, well, well done. Nicholas. I agree. I agree completely. <laughs> it's it's exactly what a cult com- cult classic is. Sorry like, for proving my worth. Sorry. You completely okay. redeem yourself. <laughs> uh, t- t- <laughs> that's I'm exactly what I was gonna perfect. say. It's perfect. It's amazing. Um, from John to call uh, titled Great Movie, Funny and Timeless. This nice. movie is a solid comedy classic. It deserved a much bigger release and marketing campaign than it got. It has a similar vibe to old school Adam Sandler with jokes about drinking, weed, video games, and poking some lighthearted fun at nerds. That older women are amazing as well. If you are outside their target demographic, you may not enjoy it, but for those inside the target demographic, this movie has few jokes that fall flat. Most of them land solid. That's what I got out of this movie is that older women are amazing. <laughs> he, he wrote that sentence in the middle of that review. That old, ma- old women are amazing. It wasn't Thank a complete sentence us. either. It was just that he, older woman. He, he, he told us, he told <laughs> us about himself really fast. I learned something today. <laughs> older women are amazing. Yeah. Uh, from truck titled it's great. Five stars. It has plenty of weed references. I don't That's smoke. I don't smoke, but it was still very funny. Keep in like mind, it. It it's is. a stupid movie. It does have a plot, and it's very entertaining. <laughs> it does have a plot. truck. His name was Truck. Truck. <laughs> you know, I would. <sighs> it's a great name. There's something to be said about if it has a plot, it's a good. Or just <laughs> the, just people the plot fun. moves along smoothly too. It's got a plot. It's a movie. It's good. Movie's good. And, and the plot moves along se- se- seamlessly. Is the right word I want? Oh, there's so little friction in this movie. It's like <laughs> it's like, it's like, hey, this is like a water up. slime. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh. <laughs> a water slime. Jesus, this, know, my, this Jesus. is this is like Wait. like yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, like you've seen. This scene sets up this scene. That scene sets up this scene. He's gonna scene. smoke like, weed and he's gonna play video games. He's gonna finish his levels eventually. But dude, when he comes, when he comes home so high that he puts all the food that he finds. Oh, I love that scene. <laughs> oh, James had a problem with it though. I don't. I don't. I don't know what the fuck you are, but I'm gonna fucking eat you too. And then he grabs it with his hands oh motherfucker like, i really he, wanted it to like that's when he, that's when he comes in like, and 
catch on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he comes in with the burns hands. And, oh, but my roommates kept me up all night and makes it sound all gross. We already talked about this. <laughs> no. That- <laughs> What? did we i like i just relate with that i relate with that scene of him like coming home late at night just just like scavenging the fridge for everything and then also the scene where he's at the wedding and he's just talking with kids about video games and like okay so you got to this level in level 12 okay but this is what you need to do instead of going this way you gotta go that way and do this you got the sword of eternity okay well let me tell you like clap for him too or something yeah just tell him yeah he goes he goes super into it like the coolest kid at 45 years old or however fuck it well, I <laughs> just have like the same interests and yeah you just he's 36 he's yeah is uh, he is that how old he is in the movie i think yeah, yeah th- that sounds right yeah. 36 oh okay um but yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> i'm doing all right <laughs> hell yeah yeah <laughs> doing all right well, I mean, uh, it's not like I, he's doing bad, you know. No, 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 no. He's yeah, he's really no good. Friction. Like, there's not, there's nothing about like he he is never so, concerned about where he's at. Like, he is no, 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 on board but, the whole time with like I quit my job as an accountant for my dad. Now I smoke weed, play video games all day, and make a decent amount of. Money. I was I was and making I'm way more money, and I was happy to be making less money. It's like you can't smoke weed and be an accountant because then you'll f- lose people millions, lose people of millions of dollars. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Cool, man. He's not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that came from a place of tr- like personal truth yeah. of uh, the main the main guy that and he helped write it as well was um having to move oh, the in. guy that plays the guy that plays alex yeah, yeah. and he like moved in with like alex his dad Robert. and grandma He's, and he was talking about how he, he was like 30 something working on comedy stuff and was coming home middle of the night you know after partying and, oh, shit, shit. and working on his script for the move for this movie so in a way demonic is kind of representative of this movie in a way like uh, metatextually of like that that was his his thing that he had been working so so long and hard at and he expressed in in the interview or in an interview about just yeah it was after thinking about it and working on it so long it felt weird to actually just move into the acting portion because he said he just knew everyone's character so well he knew all the lines and that just makes it that much like cooler that Nick Swartzen comes in and adds so much hilarity into he was, it he's and so infuses good. it so he's- naturally. And that uh, you're open to collaboration for something that you personally have been working on for so long is um, takes some humility even within, you know, the comedy world and, and being able to uh, find what rises, rises the top uh, comedically and what will work the best is such a fine balance that does not work well for everyone. And that seems to be why it's polarizing. But um, yeah, Nick, do you want to say any final thoughts and give it a give it a score out of 100 Rotten Tomatoes style? Uh, that movie out of a hundred, I would I would give it. For me, it's a ninety-five. It's like, it's in. It's probably in one of my. It's in my top. It's in my top ten comedies. Fuck yeah, dude! Wow, that's awesome. Fucking shit, yeah, dude! I'm so glad we I got. Fucking, we picked I the perfect this, person for this. I watched watch this movie. <laughs> I, wa- I watched this movie like at least once every every like two months <laughs> it, yeah it's one of those movies that like uh another one completely different would be like gladiator anytime it's on 
you you have time to watch it there was a long stretch of time in my life where i said that was my favorite yeah. movie ever and <laughs> gladiator uh, yeah gladiator yeah. and um yeah. i just I mean, found out like a week ago that really Rid- good 85 year old ridley scott is releasing gladiator 2 in 2024 <laughs> mm-hmm. how about that that'll be interesting uh yeah i don't i don't think it's gonna be good but okay I when I saw Last Duel and there were things not, that I, he's, I didn't he's, like about the new things James that I did. Cameron. The things he's not that, James Cameron re- releasing something ten years later that's going to be just as good. I still haven't seen the second Avatar. Interesting. The, the thing, thing about the Last Duel that I liked were what I did like about it was that it did parts reminded me of Gladiator. So I'm curious, yeah, if he can if he can make an interesting story out of it. Because yeah, Gladiator was. It's, it is a, an amazing movie. It was one of the best yeah. movies ever. It'd be like a 10 out of 10 for me. I mean, it's Joaquin Phoenix's like Same. best performance in my mind. He's, um, and like, he's so fucking weird. Or the master. I don't know, maybe it's the master. Ah, it's, it's hard. But anyways, coming out of this movie, can we all just agree that Gladiator is the best? Yeah, we've had quite a few <laughs> rabbit trails today and I, and I love it. It's been nice. <laughs> anyway, I was like wondering, like, I wonder how much we're going to have to talk about this movie when, you know, it's just a casual, fun comedy. Like, what is it? Yeah, it was pretty good. But now we just had a bevy of to- fun topics. <laughs> I love it. About this is great. But like, this movie, this movie is amazing. Like, uh, for me, it's it's uh, it's kind of like a kind of like a waiting for me. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. I believe that's polarizing uh, like, too. Yeah, you can come back for that one. Oh my god, I would love to. <laughs> that it is polarizing. Yeah, we'll have that's on our that. list. Yeah, I love Perfect. how we we constantly uh, punt Nick a god, little bit further have... each episode. <laughs> oh my god, I, that movie! I have so much more. But like this movie is this movie's like that. It's one of those movies you can watch. It doesn't. It's like you could have watched it the day before and wake up and it's on it's, and you'd still sit and watch it. So smooth. Yeah, totally. Because like no matter. <laughs> And no matter what, no matter what part, uh, no matter what part, well, if you've seen the movie before, then no matter what part you pick the movie up in, it's going to be good. Like there's no bad parts. You can pick it up at any point. And that's what I did for a long time before yesterday when I watched all the way through is like, I started to realize yesterday, I'm like, I pretty much, I guess I've seen this movie. Amazing to me. But in, but in like segments on Comedy Central, like 30 You'd never watched it all the way through in one sitting. No, yeah, it was always like just start whenever it's it's on. But for me, yeah, I'll I'll just go ahead and roll in. Like I I had a great time for my first viewing, um, and I thought it was it was effective in in being a stoner comedy. Like this this is branded as a a stoner comedy. I don't want a stoner comedy that's gonna like have some deep narrative meaning or, or some shit. Like I there's some something like Pineapple Express, which is written in a way that is more like action thrill action comedy. That's like an action uh-huh. comedy. And it's successful in what it does there. This is, yeah, about the video game stoner that is, this is what his passion is, is is getting high playing video games. And he wants to create an experience like that for other video gamers in the world, because that's something that he really enjoys himself. Um, And he has his vices and and all that. But, um, you know, some of the, some of the happy Madison tonal things don't always work for me. And I'll say that's like, that's why it's not going to be like a perfect score for me. I, you know, some of it falls a little flat for me. Um, and there are like better 
happy Madison movies. I feel like possibly out there, which is maybe, yeah, just saying why I'm, it's why it's not perfect, but I really loved the cast of characters and the performers. Like it was so for somebody who has seen, you know, all the Adam Sand, like maybe not all of them, but a lot of those ones previous to this, when he's making that run, uh, I've seen all these guys, yeah, and Waterboy and Wedding Singer and Mr. Deeds and all all of these movies that I consider, yeah, just in the pantheon of what you just described, Nick, as like I can put any of those movies on at any point and finish it out and be and have a good time. And um I did an Adam Sandler run somewhat recently and just had the best time. It puts me in a place, <laughs> man. It and uh this this one too, uh last night kind of kind of put me in that in that similar place. Um, ah, fuck. I'll do, I'll do a 79. Do 79. Nice. I had a a really good time. Um, but yeah, it's not going to get the the perfect score, but I, I think that's, that's very respectable for, uh, for a comedy and, uh, one that's, that's effortless or it makes it feel, things feel kind of effortless. And I, enjoy kind of the the sort of chill out sort of vibe i can just be put in it and uh the jpm is a solid uh th- point point <laughs> yeah seven five something so, you know there's there's about one joke per minute it's pretty great on to the brandini oh god don't do it in a sexy voice the whole time <laughs> <laughs> You want me to get the music Damn, going? <laughs> I don't. I don't. Damn, baby. <laughs> oh, uh, it was the Big Bopper giving a review? Hey, Big Bopper. How's it going? Hey. <laughs> what do you think Shit, of Grandma's boy, Big Bopper? And a pretty face. And a... <laughs> <laughs> it's a Big Bopper's baby. <laughs> I'm, so I'm so glad that we started not on the rails. <laughs> what rails? Yeah. What rails? Exactly. I haven't exactly. seen rails in decades. No rails. Uh, <laughs> no rails. So, all right. With this movie, this movie is such a such a smooth drink. It's such a easy goes down. I'm I I don't I'm not laughing at everything, and I can recognize that. But like how frictionless everything is and how simple and it stays to it. And it doesn't try to fill out a ton of stuff because like at first I'm like a critique I would have is I would like a cast, like the work characters to be maybe more interesting because let's be honest, they are very uninteresting. They just, it's also, it's it's also a 95 minute movie. Right. Yes, I gotcha. And that's what I'm getting Sorry. at. It's like, no, you're speaking for me and I love it. Um, this this movie doesn't need to be encumbered, to use a video game term, by a lot of that stuff. It just has a very simple goal and it sets out to fucking nails it. And like, I it, it was so great to, I just watched this, I've just watched it twice in two days and each time it like flies by. I'm like, oh great 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 and it's just like oh it's over and i'm like i just watched the whole thing and it was nothing and then anytime you put it on it was just a memory i'll like keep with me forever is just putting that on downstairs in the common space and ryan coming home and just like 
immediately like this is really fun it is kind of like like you use a term uh, cat he just woke up he just woke up from his cat out and took a handful of cheeses and of course got some water now he's but just immediately like (laughs) and now he's going to lay back down you said that term (laughs) with like like a James Bond movie to like guys or something like it. It's like one of those like cat where you kind of like, oh, you got grandma's boy, huh? Hmm. I'll sit down for this, one. this for a little bit. Like, yeah, it's going to be our, it's going to be our generations. Like, you put that on TV and it, Dude, like, in, I thought I was going to get here and he was going to be serious, asleep. serious. Like in 20 years, 30 years, however long, I hope we all live long, long lives. Like, it's we're gonna watch this again and it's just gonna be mm-hmm. fucking funny yeah it's, yeah it's just gonna remind you of certain a certain time in your life mm-hmm. and it, you're gonna it, remember it those times it, it encapsulates a lot of those things in a way that is really grounded makes sense to me love this movie think it's a delight hilarious probably going to laugh at this movie with this movie for years to come the dante stuff so funny uh we didn't even talk about the the doctor from africa hilarious <laughs> all funny ass shit like fucking clicks it, his tongue to talk to him it, like it's it, so it, bad it, it works for me i'm gonna give this movie i'm gonna give this movie a 89 percent. hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah guys this is it's so great to love a comedy and uh have fun doing it had a bunch of fun watching it with you last night brandini and i, I agree with all of that where it's not going to be my last time and uh, I definitely recommend it with people. Yeah. And we all recommend the yeah. movie. Um, that's the best when, oh, when we can just hundred percent spread the love uh, for something that we enjoyed for now. I would like to play a little game of magnetized. Uh, yeah. The game where, Oh, it's TV show version, by the way, TV show version. Uh, it is the game where these TV shows that I'm going to give you all have the same score by critics and audiences alike. The exact same score, the numerical value that you have to guess, and whoever gets the closest to the number wins a point. And then whoever gets two points wins the game. Whoever wins the game wins my affection. Sexy. I am going to start with Nick, or if Nick, Nick, you want to spread it on. Spread it on. You want to pass it to Brandini, or you can start first, whatever you prefer. <laughs> yeah, you, you pick. Who goes first? spread it on on. (laughs) just give me give me the question all right what is the agreed upon score by audiences and critics alike for the tv show community Ooh, interesting damn that's a really beloved show nick what do you think i I literally 86 percent eight episodes of 86 percent yes i've watched the entire series the uh, these next two shows probably won't be as recognizable, so I'm starting with an easy one. This is as easy as okay. it get, I think. Uh, Brandini, what do you got? <laughs> oh, what? Um, this is a 76. 76. It is an 88. Nick almost got it spot on. <laughs> so that is a point for Nick. Well done. Very close. You had me shaking. Oh my god, he almost got it. You said 80. Oh. Um, yeah, that's I, 88 is higher than I would give it, but that show is good. It's interesting to have them agree on it. So, yeah, especially when they like it so much. 88 is pretty, pretty, pretty spicy. Uh, Brandon, your turn to go first. Uh, okay. This is 
a show on HBO called His Dark Materials. The Golden Compass Show. Fuck. The Golden uh, Compass Show with uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, James McAvoy, Ruth Wilson. 74. 74. All right. His Dark Materials. Is it to my you, turn? To you, Nick. Yes. Is it going to be bigger than that? I said 84. 80, 85%. 85. It is an 84, Nick. You were one off on that one. You were two off really? the one before. You are really good at this game. And technically, you have that, already watched won. That entire, <laughs> watch that entire series, and it's amazing. What? I started it, and I didn't keep up. Except for the last season. The last season, uh, like halfway through the last season is super fucking good mm. like everything up until halfway through the last season yeah, super yeah, fucking right good now. and then the last four episodes of the final season are very rushed they like throw a whole bunch of storyline at you and make the story make sense so that they can make an ending because it's mm. the series finale it's only going to be those three gotcha. and they cover just the, the the span of the books and finish it out i have no idea i've never read the books mm. but the show was really good that's cool. Sorry, Brandon. I like I, I like when things end. That's I don't know that. I already knew that it was a really good show. You had an educated guess. Still, that's that was. I knew that. that pe- I knew that people liked that show. I can do a bonus question if you guys want, or we can just move on. Yeah, let's go. Bonus. Yeah, this is a, this is one I'm not even sure if you guys because I don't even really know the show. It's called Outer Banks. It is on Continue. Netflix. A t- it is. Uh, the description is a teen- teenager enlists his three best friends to hunt for a legendary treasure linked to his father's disappearance. And this one's just for fun. If you guys want to try, you go first, <laughs> Nick, go first. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Go first. 91%. Unless Brandon, if Brandon can get exactly spot on, then who knows? Another bonus question. Let's keep going. 88%. What did you say, Nick? I said 91, 91. And then Brandon 88. Brandon is closer. It is a 79. Uh, oh, wow. Really? Yeah. But every everybody I know that watches that show talks so highly of it. Oh, really? Okay. So you have heard of it. Okay. Nice. There are three seasons. Yeah. <laughs> Ten episodes each. We should do a TV show episode sometime for for polarized. We'll, we'll see what I've happens. Never, we can I've, find some uh, polarizing TV I've, shows. We can get you back for I've that. I've seen too, like, like I've seen like three episodes of that show, and like yeah, it's not it's it's not that great. Seventy nine percent is probably a good number, but it's it's not worth watching. Yeah, according to to Rotten Tomatoes, it's the same score as I would give Grandma's Boy. So I, I don't know. Would I enjoy it as much as Grandma's Boy? We'll see. Uh, but for now, I want to thank you so much, Nick Schulte, for joining us, uh, yet again. Um, we appreciate your time so much. I hope you had, had a good one. Uh, worst day of my life. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. You suck. Come on. Um, Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> well, okay. Of course I'm kidding. This, this was great. I actually I liked I liked this one more than I liked uh Night of the Roxbury. Oh, this okay. One. Come oh, yeah. on. Or just like movie wise. Movie wise or, or just your time just, here. Just dude, just just the entertainment that we got to have. Yeah. Well Night we'll of the Roxbury was a great time. Relax. I wasn't talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just enjoyed this one more than I enjoyed that one. Okay. Great. Okay. Interesting. Great. Great. So we'll, you get, we'll you got me highest. Polarized episodes. It's your fault. Wow. 
Well, I've only had two, so it's very easy to rank those. Mm-hmm. Mm, For yeah. now. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're all good. We love you all. Anyone who's listening to this, we appreciate you uh, joining us. Um, and if you want to hear any more from me and Brandon, we just started another podcast about uh, music producers that uh, the first episode just dropped uh, the other day. And it's about Diplo is our first episode. And we uh, we talk with our good friend, Corey slash Blarge, our uh, other co-hosts on that episode. On, uh, yeah, on that, on that well, on the whole podcast. It's, it's the three yes. of us and it's called Prod Pod. And uh, you can find it for now. It's on Spotify and uh, other podcast places. It'll, it'll keep expanding. But for now, I'd, I'd say Spotify might be your best bet. Um, hope to see you there. If you want to reach us in on uh, polarized, any sort of polarized network of some kind, beep, boop, boop. Um, you can go to twitch.tv slash polarized pod. You can go to twitter.com polarized pod. Beep, boop. Um, you can go uh, to polarize the pod at gmail.com to send us a line there. And uh, we're just going to uh, figure out what movie we're going to watch next week uh, later because we, we didn't talk about it quite yet. Right, let's Brandon. Do it. Let's yeah, let's do it right now. No, we don't want to. We don't want to spend all this uh, this time trying to figure it out. Um, okay. We can. Yeah. Yeah, it would not be fun. It would not be fun to just. No, hear us I, that would be fun for people to hear hear us uh, mulling that over. So <laughs> it'll be a it'll be a surprise. It'll be a surprise. They've heard us mulling so much already. <laughs> He's uh, not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. So uh, it'll be a surprise. We'll uh, we'll see you next time for. The mystery movie. And uh, we love you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. I mean, we could put... The next movie you is... The, and then the, the mystery movie. Movie. The mystery movie should be... Uh, <laughs> Should be a uh, Scooby Doo <laughs> mystery ink movie. The, the next movie we should do is unhinged after that episode. Oh, I've seen that movie. Fuck yeah. What's unhinged? I don't know that one. Oh, it's Russell Crowe. Uh, it's like oh, a, it's a horror movie where the monster, the monster is an unhinged road rager. <laughs> Let's watch. She's like, so is that like, she's like in traffic and then gets like, like um, this has been wanting to get back on the episode. Wouldn't that be kind of like Joyride? Oh, that would be a good Danny episode, absolutely. Yeah, let's it's a great movie. Unhinged. Joyride? Unhinged.